In today's episode, I'm joined by Trent and Jenny from the Disney DNA Podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. You are listening to the Main Street Magic Podcast with your hosts, Jeremy Stein and John Marone. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I am your host, Jeremy Stein, and I am not joined by my friend and co-host, John Marone, today. However, I am joined by two very special guests, and that is Trent and Jenny from the Disney DNA Podcast. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks hey, for having us. thanks for having us. We are happy to be here. Today's episode will be part one in a two-part series where we talk about planning and preparing for your Walt Disney World vacation. Um, but first, I wanted to start and get to know a little bit more about you guys. Um, so you're you're in Louisiana. Did you guys have you grown up there? Is that where you've always been your whole life? I'll go first because her story is a little bit different okay. than mine. Yeah, I'm a, I have actually been born and raised here. I am from a, a little small town called Prairie View, which is about 15 minutes outside of Baton Rouge, the uh, capital here. And uh, I've been here all my life, and uh, just uh, you know, just love the South, and uh, we call it living that gulf life you know we just and just having a fun time with it you know just uh just a big tiger fan down here and a saints fan and that's about it you know just uh you know just love being from louisiana and jenny well uh i'm a little different because <laughs> my dad was in the army and i so he's from louisiana and my mom is from washington state and they met in germany oh wow I was my I was born in Utah in Twilla, Utah, and uh, we moved around some. And then my dad got stationed back in Louisiana, and he kind of worked it out to be able to serve near where he grew up. So I primarily grew up in Louisiana, about um, two hours from where we are right now. So it's kind of the central Concordia, Catahoula Parish part of the state. Right. So. I am from here, but I am not from here. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like you've been all over. So you guys have two daughters. Uh, how old are they? Nine, and uh, Sis is nine, Sophia. And Brooklyn, who you'll hear us call B, she is turning 11 on November 1st. November 1st, 1st. Okay. yes. All right. Um, and so how long has the podcast been around for you guys? How long have you been doing this? It has been going on almost two years because we are reaching close to our, our big anniversary of the 100th episode, and we are excited because yeah. uh, it's a huge milestone for us, you know. And we, we started, the I guess, the, the idea in kind of a late 2015 and did some research, and we started buying all of our gear and then kind of started on January 1st and of 2016, and... You know, I mean, just kind of this whole idea of just it's, yeah. it's just been evolving, you know. Yeah. So what what made you think of starting a, a Disney podcast? I mean, you obviously have a love for Disney and we'll get into a little bit of that. But what made you decide you wanted to take this to a level of doing a podcast and social media and putting uh, yourselves out there just to give other people information? Or you just love talking Disney so much you figured maybe somebody will listen to you? Well, well kind of both. But yeah. it's it's <laughs> come more of less us it was all about just after going to the parks and you get that excitement and you feel that that joy of just you know having a full week there and and how about coming back and let's talk about it you know but prior to us even starting this thing 
we listened to a whole bunch of other podcasts because we didn't bring our daughters when they were babies. We waited till they were a little older, especially hitting that, you know, the height requirements and stuff. So they were a little yeah. bit later on and we kept talking about it and we watched all the movies and we own them all too. I mean, just, we have a whole closet yeah. full of them and, you know, just sharing that excitement with, with, with other people is what we like. So we got back and said, Hey, let's start this podcast thing. And, and uh, just kind of fell in love with it. And it's just one of those things that we enjoy doing once a week, you know, just, just getting on here, talking about something that we thoroughly enjoy and have a passion for yeah. because we absolutely love Disney and we go once a year, but I wish we could go twice a year, but for right now it's in our cards. I'm just going once, you know, and it's, it's fun. And we typically go during the holidays because we just absolutely love the parks because they're so beautiful and the, and the decorations and I mean, just awesome right Jenny correct and you know it was funny when Trent brought up hey I want to start a podcast it was like who on earth are going <laughs> to listen to us but then on the other hand it was like well wait a second we listen to all these other random people talk right. about you know other random stuff why right. not listen to us yeah because because we have that southern accent you know so it was like who wants to listen to these southern people you know so but I mean, it's the uh, podcast is 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 growing every month. I mean, we're getting more and more listeners, and it's just it's a blast. And right. for us, we have met so many wonderful people in the community, and we just absolutely love it. Yeah, well, and and I think part of the the southern aspect is is a good draw for you guys. It makes you very easy <laughs> to listen to, um, <laughs> and and the fact that it is a family show. Uh, you know, when when we're going on trips to and from Disney in the car, I'm I'm putting on podcasts um and it's nice to have something that you know my kids in the back seat they're seven and nine can listen to as well um and, and you guys offer a lot of things that are very informative and takeaways uh and that's what i'm excited to end up getting into today but before we get into some of the preparing and planning i'm gonna steal from your show um <laughs> and ask you guys when you knew that you had the disney dna uh what was what was that moment for each of you w when you knew that disney was just kind of in your blood. I'll go first, Jenny, because my yeah, you go ahead. yeah, my story gets really involved and really kind of personal because for me it, it started off I was young. I mean, I went to Disney when I was eight years old, but prior to that, I was around seven or so. I had these neighbors next door to me and, and we played all the time and they would go and they would come back and tell me all these fun, fun stories of like, oh we got to to uh to experienced space mountain and jungle cruise and it was like wow what's all these things you know and and they met you know snow white and mickey mouse and i'm like i want to do all this stuff you know so yeah. at at one point my my family said hey let's go take us to disney world and see what this what all this is about and see back then this is where i kind of show my age here i mean i am 42 so back then there's only two parks it was Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Yeah. And by that time, Epcot was just, just a few years old. And I remember just walking down Main Street, and that is when I knew that I had that Disney DNA because my love for that park, it it just it, it grew. And I have a passion for it today. And sometimes I get a little emotional because it says I have such a strong desire to be there and i wish i could move there i mean I, if i could pack us all up here and move there i would i mean i would love to relocate you know but uh just i can 
I can remember that first time, you know, just walking down and just seeing the castle and experiencing those attractions with my parents. And speaking of, of my parents, and for those who, who actually don't know, is on this year's trip, we're, we are bringing them back with us. And this is our first time back in 30 years because they, they took me twice in my life. I was eight and, and I was 10. And they haven't been back since that, that trip. So this is going to be an extra special moment for me that I cannot wait to experience because seeing their faces and then having our daughters and this experiencing those attractions in those in those all those shows and those things that we like is we like to build our memories and because those things last a lifetime yeah that, and, that's and, awesome. and that's how it is for me I mean just having that those great neighbors that showed me those movies and and talked about their trips and actually seeing some of their films because they actually I mean this shows age again they did reel to reel those old school camcorders from way back when and watching their trips it was just like oh my gosh I want to go experience this so I have to thank my parents I mean they kind of got that started but once I got there I knew this is a place for me so Jenny what's your story uh, my my story is not that involved. Nope. <laughs> um, and first, I would like to say I'm only 33. Trent keeps talking like he's an old man because he's I'm 42. Not old. But well, I'm about right in between both of you, so. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then, he sounds like he's talking like he's old, and no, I'm like, no, I'm no. not. I'm not old. I'm only 33. <laughs> but so uh, I was raised pretty much the opposite of Trent, and uh, we did not really go on vacation uh disney i was not a kid who watched a lot of tv i owned horses no matter where we lived we had horses and animals so i pretty much grew up outside uh it wasn't until trent and i went on our honeymoon is when i went for the first time in 05 but okay. it wasn't really until we decided to take the girls that i got into disney because i got into the planning side of Disney. I thoroughly enjoy doing the research and making the ADRs and the fast passes and the itineraries and, you know, where are we going to stay and pros and cons. That's really when I started to get into Disney uh, more than just sitting down and watching a movie yeah. was the planning. Yeah. Well, and, and I think what I've, I find out, you know, for everybody has two kind of Disney first times and that's when they were a kid and then when they get to take their own kids um and, and that was the same for me i mean I, we went i grew up in maryland and i think we went two or three times during my entire childhood but it wasn't until i moved to florida and then was able to take my own children and you you see it through their eyes again and it just kind of brings it all back so it's it's that's really cool to hear those you know those stories especially you know trent you growing up and as a kid and going to that and having those neighbors that's just that's awesome um yeah well let's so, so you guys have a trip coming up uh, as you mentioned, yes. your parents will be going with you. Um, mm -hmm. you. You have an official countdown of days? 23. 23, 23. days. Okay. And I don't know when this is out, but, I mean, we're going Thanksgiving week. Okay, yep. perfect. Yeah. Um, so where are you guys staying? We're going to stay at the Coronado Springs. Now, okay. I know it's under construction, but when we booked the trip, the that whole t uh, you know tower wasn't kind of talked about then, yeah. so yeah. it just was like it was like oh no what's going on you know but we've heard reports and seen some some videos that you know it's on a construction but 
you really can't tell because Disney has that magic where they yeah. where they build those walls and it just blends in, you yeah. know. So yeah, they're yeah. they're covered in uh, like camouflage and leaves, yes. and you almost don't notice because um, you know, we've been to Coronado twice. You guys will absolutely love it. It's it's one of my favorite resorts, um, and they had started the construction when we were there back in May. And yeah, you you couldn't notice it. They do such a great job. You're not you know you're in the parks during the day when they're doing the work. You're not right. hearing things at night. You're not seeing construction workers walking back and forth <laughs> and, and, and big right. machinery. So, um, yeah, I think you guys will will love it there. So you're going for a full week, the full week of yeah. Thanksgiving? Full week, yeah. Saturday to Saturday. Now, do you normally do Thanksgiving in Disney, or you just normally do some week during the holiday period? No, we normally do Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got to work with the kids' school schedules. Yeah. And we don't, I mean, you have the same hot weather as we do here. We are not going to pay all that money to go to Florida and sweat in the yeah. summertime. Yeah. <laughs> I can sweat yeah. in Louisiana for free. And it's, yeah. it's been a brutal, brutal summer here, as I'm, I'm sure it has yes. been there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that, that's definitely a smart move. So, now, Jenny, you said you really got interested in the, the, the planning side of these trips. So, I take it, are you doing all the planning, or do you ever yes. work with a travel agent? I do 100% of the planning. Yes. Okay. I will ask, okay, this is going to sound horrible, and I don't mean it to sound horrible, <laughs> but Uh-oh. I will ask opinions just so, especially this trip, just so everyone feels involved. Yeah. <laughs> but that <laughs> I normally end up planning what works for our family. Yeah, yeah, she's really good at it. So it's it's good for her to actually do it because, like I said, she has been doing it for a while now and has it really under well, wraps really good it, it helps with my upbringing with my and my mom served in the military too so mm-hmm. we have the military background from both parents who were very organized and you know kind of this is the steps that you do it in and that's how you do it so when it came to planning i started listening to a couple planning podcasts and i took all of the information they were giving me and i kind of picked and choose what would work for us what steps would work for us so that's kind of how I have like a method. I don't, I don't know, know what you want yeah. to call it. I have it's certain cool, steps I do, <laughs> and I have a certain time frame that I do them in, and it works for our family. I've shared it with a few other people, and it's worked for their family as well. But I started, I got different ideas from different podcasts and kind of put them together, and a couple of different blogs that I used to follow and stuff and put it together. Yeah. Yep. So since you know the same time you're going every year, does your does your trip is that when your your planning and your preparing starts basically as you're ending your your one yearly trip? Are you already no. booking for a year from now or what so does that look like? You can book ahead of time 400 and some odd days. Mm-hmm. So in August of this year, I booked Thanksgiving next year. Already. So August <laughs> of last year before we had even went and we stayed at Art of Animation last year. I had already booked Coronado. I love it. So I I am the 400 and some odd days out. I've got my deposit down. Um, There has been one year my friend was going to meet us down there, and we weren't sure she was going to be able to go, so I actually had two separate trips booked, two different places, two sets of ADRs, two sets of fast passes and she ended up not being able to come but that was okay because i had the two separate trips planned the one included her and the one with just us yeah so 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 we know in normal in normal planning you're you know your first step is is 
booking your stay at the resort, um, which you've obviously been way ahead of, which is great. Uh, we have the 180 you know days out for ADRs and, and, and the 60 days for fast passes. Um, so when you're looking, you know, 180 days out, you have to grab some of those dining reservations, obviously, or you may not get them. Um, how do you how do you plan that far ahead? Or are there certain go-tos that it's you go? I know you guys easy. aren't huge foodies. <laughs> um, no. So, no. So I don't think you do a ton of ADRs, but what are you looking at? Or are there certain must-have ADRs that you get every time? We do one ADR a day. Okay. And the way we do it is I d- have a piece of paper, and there's a couple of crowd calendars that I like to look at, and I combined all of the crowd calendars onto the one piece of paper with, you know, the busiest park, the lightest, you know, mm-hmm. and then by then, the, our first day, our first full day is at Magic Kingdom, and our last full day is at Magic Kingdom. Okay. So I know those two days, we have those restaurants as options. And then the rest of the days, I kind of fill in. I like to go to Hollywood slash Epcot on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, so that's just what I like to do. So I plan that for Thanksgiving. <laughs> but the other days, I just kind of fill in on you know, what days are the less, least amount of people going to be in that particular park. Yeah. This year we have park hoppers. I'm not sure how much we're going to use them with transparents, but we're going to try and use them quite a bit. So once I have where I'm going to be when established, that's when I start going, okay, we really like to have a BR guest on the last day. And since it is the day after Thanksgiving, it's kind of a hard reservation to get. So if I get, lunch that's great if i get supper that's even better but i'll take either of those and i go from there we tried to try new places especially in epcot this trip we're not trying anywhere new um we actually sat down with my in-laws and we watched youtube videos and we went to places like allears.net and we looked at um menus and we let them pick the restaurants this year yep but i pick the days and normally i try to do supper for an adr but this year i figured it would be better to do a late lunch because then my in-laws can come to the park do the late lunch and if they want to go back to the resort they don't have to worry about rushing back to meet us somewhere on time they can just enjoy their afternoon yeah that's perfect. And now, I uh, again, I've, I've listened to several of your episodes. I've <laughs> gone back the past few weeks, learned more about you guys. And, and your information is great. You, you guys are, are like me and my family as far as the Disney dining plan goes. Um, do you want to share a little bit about your thoughts on the Disney dining plan? Because you know, I think a lot of people feel like it's, it's this incredible value, and it can be if, if you're the type of family that needs it. I know we're not the type, you know, your family is not the type as well. Why don't you just share a little bit about your thoughts on the dining plan uh, so that people can kind of hear what works and and what might not work for their family regarding dining plan. So I'm going to take this one because it has to do with our budget planning as well. Yeah. When we go to Disney, we spend (laughs) about... 80 to $120 a day on food. Yep, that's But right. here's what we do. We bring our own breakfast. And for your listeners that don't know, I cannot eat gluten. I cannot eat dairy. I cannot have a lot of spices. I can't eat acidic food. Uh, there's a few other things in there. So I'm really restricted. So 
We bring our own breakfast. Even when we fly, I've got certain breakfast foods I can have, and I'll bring them, like, honey buns or Pop-Tarts or whatever. Nice, huh? So we're not <laughs> worrying about spending money on that. We do a quick service for the four of us is usually about 40 to $45. And then a sit-down restaurant. Um, now, if you're sitting down at Be Our Guest or uh, a buffet or somewhere, it's obviously going to be more but your typical 50s prime time will spend 60 to $80 with the tip. Yeah. Right. So for us, we're not spending a lot. And we're not, we bring snacks. So we're not spending a lot of money in the park on snacks either. We're not big snackers. So for us to go for seven days, I budget in $800. And I've never gone over that. Oh, wow. It's amazing. Yeah, that it's is, amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on top of having... Um, everything, you know, planned out. I literally can plan our budget to the penny. I've never gone over budget. I, you know, even with travel expenses, we've never gone over. But the cool thing is we, we get back from our trips and we usually have a couple hundred bucks left over. So we just roll that over yeah. to the next trip, you know, yeah. and it's wonderful. Yeah. Why? Well, I, yeah. You may have to start planning for our family because we're, we're constantly <laughs> over budget. It seems. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and, and that's that's the same way we feel. We, you know, there's a fridge in every room. Uh, at least it's a micro fridge. I mean, we'll bring we'll bring milk and those cereal bowls for the kids in the morning, or we'll do bagels. Uh, you can get to some of the the resorts uh, as you get up to the moderate and deluxe yeah. levels that will have toasters in them. Um, so it's something that we've done as well. And then there's two things I'm probably notorious for talking about on our show. One is theming and and being immersed in the Disney, you know, whether it's a park or a room. And the other thing I talk constantly about is that we split meals um mm -hmm. my my wife is five one and you know 105 pounds soaking wet so she doesn't eat a lot to begin with so sure. most of the time her and i are splitting a meal um our kids don't eat a ton so they're splitting a meal and then we're snacking throughout the day uh, so we still get that taste of disney but yeah without just spending so much money yeah, and if you're bringing snacks with protein, um, I know Trent gets tired of hearing me talk yeah. about this, but if you're bringing <laughs> if you're bringing the right snacks, there's no need to really snack snack between meals because if you have your protein like beef jerky or the peanut butter cups or um, peanut butter crackers stuff like that, you'll eat your snack and you will be full until the next meal. And whereas if you're giving kids, you know, here's a Snickers bar. Nothing wrong with Snickers. They're my favorite. I'm just saying, if you're saying, angry. here's a Snickers bar, you know, 20 minutes later, they're going to be hungry. Yeah. Let me clarify one thing, too. Now, we do bring our snacks, but we do get our Dole Whips and our pretzels and all that stuff, uh, too. The frozen bananas. Frozen That's bananas, too, like. you know, but we do get those. I mean, so let me just clarify. Just a, Yeah, you know, but we're not getting them every day right. in the morning, in yeah. the afternoon, just and right. whatnot. Just and a few times. Even when we fly, I bring a plastic cubby that has breakfast foods in it. When we drive, we'll bring um, sodas, Dr. Pepper. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I, it it just last year, it killed me to not, because I drink a Dr. Pepper a day. So when I, we went to the emergency room, totally different story. I brought back like five or six Dr. Peppers yes, with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But even when we fly, we still bring the snacks and the breakfast. Yeah. That, yeah, that's great. I think that's such good info because you can, you know, when you're budgeting out, I, I don't think people understand always the cost of the food at Disney and, and the way those snacks add up. Um, but since we're talking about snacks, I feel like there's 
there's either there's the people that love this snack item and there's the people that hate it. I've never met anyone in between. So where do you guys stand on the turkey legs? Um, Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm I on. I'm on your them. team then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I can't eat them uh, because the grease makes me sick. Yeah. But last year when we went, the smell of them were make was making me like nauseous. Oh yeah, yeah. it is I overwhelming. I could not yeah. handle the smell of it. I'm not oh, a big fan. No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're 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 all on the same team there. So that part's great. <laughs> so so you guys are spending a full week down there. Uh, you mm-hmm. said you have Park Hopper. Are you spending at least some time every day in the park, or do you take do you take a full day off to enjoy the resort or do Disney Springs? What does your scheduling look like? Because that is a, that's a long trip, and you know when you're you have the potential for people to go down and just go from you know sun up to sundown at parks, and a lot of a lot of them don't realize that come day three, on a full week, you could be exhausted and about done what do you guys do to make sure that <laughs> halfway through the trip you're not you know trying to sleep in till 11 a.m because you just can't take anymore well for us we have good intentions to come back but we typically all, all day every day yeah, all day every day <laughs> but we do rope drop to almost park close i mean we get close to the end but with our daughters they get tired you know and we have to bring them back. But yeah. I think this year we're going to try something new. And I'm going to say try, you know, is go rope drop and then come back maybe a little bit after lunchtime and take that little break and then go back in the evenings and see what happens. And with having my parents with us, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed here, right, Jenny, that right. we can get it out ourselves and have my parents watch our daughters so we can have some fun because yeah. since we've been bringing our daughters, it's always been the four of us. It hasn't been just the two of us since our honeymoon. So it would be kind of nice to experience some of these things with just the two right. of us. So sure. we have intentions, but I don't know how it's going to go, you know? Yeah, and here's the thing. Every family is different, and you really have to know what your kids and your itself, what your limits are. Yeah. Our kids are morning kids. Yeah. They are up six o'clock every morning, even on Saturdays since the day they were born. <laughs> so mornings are better for them. Now at night, eight thirty, nine o'clock, we know we have to call it quits because they're done. Mm-hmm. And I know they've got to get at least eight hours of sleep to be able to get up. I just, I know their cycle. I know their routine. I know we can rope drop and go and go and go and go and go until usually about eight, eight thirty. I'm like, okay, we need to wrap it up and start heading back, which Trent likes the nightlife, but oh, they're yeah. not oh. to the point where they can do that yet. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing we do is we we take breaks. Oh, yeah. I plan breaks, but we take them in the park. We'll find a tree to send under. We'll find somewhere comfortable. I've fallen asleep in the parks a few times. I mean, there's the kids have as well. There's places where we go and we rest, and we'll rest 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. I mean, not just sit down for five minutes. We'll stay a good long chunk so that we get that rest. One thing that I really enjoy is opening up a park, you know, because of the cast members. They're so friendly. And I just like saying that, like, you know, good morning. And they're really vocal on telling you good morning. And if you're. 
they're full chance. of coffee and they're yeah. really happy yeah. at that. They haven't dealt with people all day. Yeah, and and they've really been there friendly. for ten hours. <laughs> right, and and the uh, and on top of that is we get a lot done in the morning. I mean, we knock out a whole bunch of attractions, and our favorite thing to do is being that first family on Pirates because we yeah. like to walk in, and it's just fun. I mean, just everybody is so friendly at that time of morning, and it's just it's just fun. Yeah. So, yeah, so it sounds like uh, we we often do rope drop as well. We don't – we'll stick around the park sometimes till 2 or 3, and, and we'll go back to the resort. And we often have, you know, the intention of going back to a park in the evening. We don't always – make it back there once we've just kind of relaxed and, and we're at the hotel. Um, so it sounds like, though, you guys from Magic Kingdom, you're in the minority that goes left at the hub when everybody else is going right. A- and it's amazing what you can knock out when you head left as opposed to right and you're able to hit, you know, maybe Jungle Cruise, Pirates. You can swing up, get Big Thunder or Splash um, a- and, and maybe even Haunted Mansion. And you've already done all of those rides before you've even been in the park for maybe an hour. Um, so that right. right there, I think, is perfect. And, and, Jenny, what you're saying about knowing what your family is like and what they can handle is, is, I think, such a great tip, too. Because if you just push and push and push, everybody's going to be miserable. You know, if, if, you, if your kids exactly. aren't early risers, then you need to just realize that and you need to plan around it. Um, so I think that is such a, a valuable tip. Um, right. So w- one thing, knowing what your family can handle, if you're not a very active family – when we're at Disney, we walk anywhere between 60 and 70 miles in a week. Yeah. If you're not a very active family, you're not going to be able to handle that. So I tell people, you know, three, four months before you go to Disney, you need to start going on family walks yeah, start and training. stuff. <laughs> so everybody is ready to to handle it. I mean, we all kind of laugh about that, but it, it's true. And, and and let's talk about, you know, walking as well, because I know you guys have some, some tips here that people don't think about is, um, I mean, as silly as it can sound, your footwear. You know, when you're putting in 60 to 70 miles in a week, uh, don't don't buy a, a new pair of shoes the day before you go on your trip and you've never put them on. You know, make sure right. you have something that's going to be comfortable. Um, I, and I think bring that's more so than important. one pair. Yes, yes. Bring more than one pair, because here's the thing. If you're wearing <laughs> your shoes for 60 or 70 miles, they might be fine that week, but you will hate them past it. Oh, but yeah. we always we always bring two pairs. Um, Trent and Sophia bring Crocs yeah, and the ugliest shoes in the world, but Converse. they're so comfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they bring Crocs and Converse. Yep. Um, Brooklyn and I have Crocs, Converse, and Nikes. I think this year we're just bringing the Converse and Nikes. Right. But and what we'll do is I'll say okay. You know, girls, if you wore your Crocs yesterday, today you need to wear your other ones. Or if it's raining, we'll just wear the Crocs. But kind of switch it up some because that's um, less feet fatigue and it's easier on your shoes. I mean, shoes are really only meant to be worn for X amount of miles. Like if you're a runner, you keep track of your miles because you know when it's time to get new shoes. It's the same with regular shoes. So you want your shoes to be broken in. But you don't want them to be at the end of their life either. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and one of the other things I love that you said as far as taking the breaks and planning around that and whether that is, you know, finding a a spot in the shade or maybe it's you decide that at a certain point in the day, you know, you want to go check out, you know, the Muppet Show or uh, you want to go into one of the shows that's well air conditioned, you know, um, and take some of that time to just sit back and relax. Um, I mean, now that Ellen's energy adventure is gone, 
that kind of ruins Epcot naps for everybody. But yeah. uh, I'm sure there's plenty <laughs> of other sp- you know places there that that we can still find them. So that's going to wrap it up for today. But make sure you join us for the next episode where we'll talk more about planning and preparing for your trip. Make sure you go to www.DisneyDNAPodcast.com to check out Trent and Jenny's show. And from there, you can find them on all of the social media platforms. That's all for now. I'll see you real soon.